Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I'm your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast. And if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey everyone, this is Juliet, your co-host for the Property Renovation Podcast. I am here with a quick mini episode before we all go on a summer holiday break. So today I just wanted to talk about what has been my favorite project to work on this year in my own professional practice and what I learned from it. So my favorite project, um, it actually isn't even under construction or hasn't even broke ground yet. And it's my favorite project because it hasn't. Now let me explain. So usually when a client comes to us with a project or, um, you know, a project brief or just an idea, there's usually a very specific deadline in mind. Either they want it done for the holidays or they're moving. Um, for whatever reason, there's usually a very specific timeline set on the project of when, you know, we need to be in for permit, when they want to break ground. And of course, most importantly, when they can move in. And so this is my first time working on a project where the client has continuously continuously put, um, not continuously, but several times they've put a pause on the project simply because they wanted to either take more time to think about it or they wanted to um, actually save more money so they could do the project the way, in the, in the full way that they really want to execute it. And so... Actually, the most meaningful pause in the entire process was right after we had gone through design development, you know, several stages of design development. And a quick explanation for what design development is. Um, So usually a project starts in what we call schematic design. And schematic design is usually an exploration of uh, the different spaces of the home, you're sort of figuring out programmatically what needs to be in your building, whether it's a home or a new office building, a skyscraper, whatever. And so it's designing, it's figuring out all the requirements of these different spaces that you're going to need, and you start to um, put those together in a rough layout. And then in design development is when we figured out sort of the different square footages that need to be assigned to the different spaces and it's when you kind of come up with a specific concept of how you're going to bring together all those spaces. And so after we had gone through several rounds of design development, and we kind of thought we had all the different spaces, the sizes and the flow all set, and we were ready to move into what is construction documents. And that is when construction documents is when you get into the really nitty gritty of all the notes, annotations and dimensions, and really, really making the project instead of just an idea, it's a document that you can bid on and build from. And it's basically the legal drawings that make up the project. Anyway, that aside, 
it was at the point when we were about to go into construction documents that our client said, okay, this is great. Thanks. Let me go and think about it. And so she and her family actually went on, it was basically summer break. And so they lived imaginatively sort of in their home in all these different spaces for about three months. And at the end of the three months, at the end of the summer, she came back to us. So this is the end of last summer. I was like, you know what? Everything is great. But this one area, this one flow right here, where you're moving from, it was moving from the family, this family room to the formal dining room into the kitchen. She was like, she still wasn't satisfied with it. And the thing is, is that we completely agreed with her that it worked and it was great, but it wasn't, there was no wow factor there. It wasn't the design wasn't like a string of pearls of one great space leading into another. And so what we actually did was we were able to keep luckily the sort of skeleton of the layout, but we actually reversed the flow of where the kitchen, the dining room were, and we basically flipped it. And then once we did that, everything changed. All of a sudden, um, the entrance from one space to another, the flow, the vista points where we could have built-in cabinetry and millwork and the different views that we could specifically direct your eye towards, um, whether you were in the kitchen or the dining room, all of that really came together in a much, much better way after we switched that. And it was, I think, my personal opinion is that was only possible because we took such a long break and we were able to come back to the project with essentially fresh eyes. I I think in the back of your mind, at least for me as an architect, in the back of your mind, when you're working on a deadline and working you know, towards a deadline or there's always um, a quick pace to the project, you always think, man, I wish we had more time. I wish we could do this. It would, I think it would be great if we could consider these options. But a lot of times, time is simply a luxury that you don't have for whatever reason. So it was just amazing to actually get to work on a project where having that ability to take a pause and really think about it and to really experience the impact that that had on the design and how the end design was like two, three times better than what it was before. That was a huge, huge eye opener for me. And so now what I would like to encourage everyone who is either wanting to start a project, dreaming about a project, or maybe you are right now about to embark on a project, or even if you're maybe, and who knows, maybe you're in the middle of a project, but I would encourage everyone to as much as you can without, you know, breaking the budget or, you know, breaking whatever deadlines that you do, you really are running up against. Take the time to think about, just basically marinate your mind in the project and really imaginatively inhabit these spaces and imagine walking from one space to another, you know, you turn the corner, what do you see? How does the space feel? You know, what, what is the principal activity in that space and what do you want to be looking at? What's priority? Are the views the priority? Is the storage the priority? Is an open space where the kids can play the priority? And so the clarity of those ideas and really understanding what each space is about and prioritizing that particular experience of those rooms, of the prioritizing the particular experience that each room should really offer, that I think is everything. And I think once you take the time to really understand 
what is it really? What's the number one thing I want to get out of this space? What's the number one experience I want to have here? Once you have those ideas and you can really sort of imaginatively live in that space and see, does that experience that you're wanting, can that happen in this space? And so I think the best way to do that is to really just take your time and imagine it and live in it sort of in this mentally, you know, like imaginatively, yeah, imaginatively live in the space. I can't think of a better way to say it, but I think that in this particular project that I was a part of, it really made the design two, three, four times as good as it ever could have been. And so I know I've said it again, um, I'll said it before and I'll say it again, but plan, 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 plan in the time it will take for you to design it, plan in, if at all possible, the time to take a pause and just live with that design before you start to start building. Because once you start building it, usually that's when, you know, deadlines become very real because, you know, construction time equals money. And so um, that's it for my story. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I hope you got to learn a little something. And everyone, I hope you have a wonderful and safe summer vacation. Thanks. Hey guys, it's James here from the podcast. Just want to say a couple of words. So now that we're in the full swing of the summer, we realize that most of your time will probably be spent visiting your family or going on that long haul holiday just to give yourself a break from that renovating your home. Or perhaps this is probably the perfect opportunity for you to just take some time off of work and really concentrate on getting those projects underway. Um, either way, we just wanted to let you know that we've thoroughly enjoyed publishing just over 60 episodes now and it's time for us to just take a small break during the summer um, and in the background we're going to be working on providing you with some great content for when we are back but until then we hope that you've had a great time we hope that you have a great time uh, doing whatever you're doing uh, our next episode is going to be published on the 9th of september 2018 so uh, with that said, thank you very much for listening so far. We hope that you have, uh, we, we still have you as a loyal listener for when we are back. Um, so take care and thank you very much.